Welcome back to the flip side, guys. This week, we're going to be talking about how breakdancing is scored and how we can relate that to tricking battles and potentially get that to be scored. As you might know, breakdancing was recently just uh, uh, accepted into the Olympics. It's going to be in the 2024 Olympics. And last week, we talked about um, how gymnastics is scored and relating that to tricking. We ultimately decided that it would be best if we used gymnastics types scoring for tricking team battles, but individual battles, it doesn't look like it works very well. No, especially with so many extra individuals, potentially, it would be a lot harder to do live right away, right in front of you, and just decide on the fly. Yeah, because in in team battles, it's much more like large skills happening. So there's so many people on the floor, you know, it might be a 3v3 on a small floor, and you want everyone wants the center of the floor. They don't want to be doing tricks really in the corners. So it, it is possible that someone is doing tricks in the lar- in the beginning center of the floor while other people are trying to draw attention towards them towards the corners. But it's usually the larger tricks that capture the battle. So in an individual battle, when you're doing much longer combos, more intricate transitions, the gymnastics scoring type is not going to work. So let's dive into how breakdancing is scored. Um, the way they did it originally was they used. Uh, they used six different categories, and it was vocab, which is your variety of tricks, foundation, which is your are your basic strong, concept, which is ideas performed, and your execution of the ideas that you actually had. So if they could tell that you wanted to do a cork snap and you accidentally did a cork round at the end, uh, they could they might be able to tell. If they can't tell, then uh, you know then you just be deducted in difficulty points. So that's the next one is difficulty, level of tricks. So, you know, just how hard your tricks are. And then aesthetic, uh, how well they're performed. So if you were going to do a cork snap and you accidentally did a cork round, your cork round will probably suffer. It probably wouldn't look aesthetic. And then what they call impression, which is your personality showing through your tricks. So if you decide to do double cork rounds instead of snappoos, that is, you know, kind of like your personality. Or if you like to use spider in your transitions, most people don't do that. Or Lots of beat kicks, lots of uh, vert kicks, um, something okay. like that. So you really just want to do the tricks that you're good at and really show off your personality and like, this is how I like to trick. So you really yeah. got to come to the table with that. Definitely. And I, I don't know if I shared this story last time, but there was a time when I was doing my first battles and I was talking to, his name is Joe Moline, and he was saying, do, do not do any card dubs. And I was like, I was like, I can card dub. I, I can do it. And he goes, yeah, but like everyone can do it better than you. And you can double cork better than everyone else, which is a higher level skill. And so if you do a double cork, they're going to assume that you can card dub. So just don't do a card dub. And I was like, okay, got it. So oh, that makes yeah, so much sense. You know, sticking with the tricks that you are comfortable with instead of going out of your comfort zone, even though vocab is one of the categories. So training a variety of tricks like and showing the judges that you do have a variety but you also only have probably about five minutes so you can't do every trick in the book you have to do you know try to it's almost like trying to trick them you know like i'm gonna do a cheat 12 and they're gonna assume i can 10 you know (laughs) but i can't (laughs) like that's actually a thing like i can barely cheat 10 but i can cheat i landed like a bunch of 12s in a row the other day so um yeah, you just got to play to your strengths, but don't just do vert kicks or don't just do swing chains. Like, but do your strengths in each tricky category. 
yeah, but you got to show some of that variety in your skills of even though you're not super clean at tricks, you still got to throw them in because you have to have that variety or else you just right. look kind of basic. And it's cool too because they're all connected. So the the vocab would go into creativity too because if you're doing a whole bunch of tricks, it's like, okay, how are you going to connect these tricks? That is a creativity-based mm. one. And then now you're connecting these weird tricks that aren't maybe normally connected or um, you know just maybe are a surprise to the audience and now you're hitting maybe points or aesthetic points because it's more aesthetic to watch something that you're not going to expect versus a cookie cutter combo that is expected. Oh, but yeah. uh, going into the breakdancing that was in the Olympics, so um, it hasn't actually been in yet, but they did do a trial run for uh, – how, how old were those ages? Uh, they did it in the 2018 Youth Olympics. Youth Olympics is, I believe, just 12 to 15, I believe. Okay, cool. So yeah, they, they did it in that and um, they're using, they used a trivium uh, scoring type and what it was, so they actually had those six categories. They named them slightly different, but they grouped them into three different bubbles. And uh, so it's performance and musicality and that would be, um, you know, probably in like the personality type of one and then musicality is like, you know, playing along with the music, but that probably goes with the, with the aesthetic. Now, tricking yeah. doesn't necessarily do that, but that is something you could probably do. I remember this one battle uh, in Florida where this guy, he was, some, he, he was actually injured. Um, he had hurt his shoulder pretty bad, but he really wanted to battle. And he, he had hurt it before, so he wasn't tricking the whole time, just saved it for the battle. He knew what he could and couldn't do, and so he just waited for this battle, but he knew he didn't have a lot in him. So he won his first round, but then round two, um, they were, I believe they were playing um, Rip Roach. And, you know, the, star, the song starts with, uh, like, the, this moaning chick, and it goes on for a while, and then it just drops. And he's like, you know, it's the mama raised a shoulder, not a bitch. It's the one that I landed my first snatch cannon to, so I know it pretty <laughs> good. But, so, but the, first, the first, like, 30 seconds is, like, it's just this girl moaning, and it's, like, super, like, you know, anticlimactic. Like, it's just, like, over and over again, you're like, okay, when does the song start? And it's yeah. just, it just lasts too long. And, well, anyway, so that song is playing. And the first guy takes his pass. And this guy just walks in the middle of the floor and then walks back and then walks in the middle of the floor, walks back. Just, he's just pacing. And everyone's like, what are you doing? Just go. What's going on? And then, and then the drop happens and he does his fat combo. And it was so sick. And, but he did it on purpose because he knew he couldn't do too many combos because he was injured. So he's like, I'm going to uh... make the combo that I can do on the base on the beat and it's going to be lit. So he did. And then after that, then it was a respond, 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 but he had to do, he had to make that first one, his biggest one. And it was way more memorable. Like I still remember it now because, because of the way he did that. And oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So there's like a, you could play into musicality a little bit, but I think we'd have to categorize some of these a little bit different for tricking battles. Um, but that's the first bubble. Second bubble is tech and variety. So, you know, same as like vocab and um, basics. So, I mean, I think the basics is super important. Like, what are some tricks you think that um, would really showcase, like, tech or, like, your foundation? Like, for gymnastics-wise, or you mean tricking? Because I'm still both. new to tricking. Um, I mean, just doing some inter more interesting, interesting transitions. Words, Sean. You need to speak English. Um, I mean, for gymnastics, being able to show... I mean, just being technical, you have to have a good turn. You have to have a good leap in women's. Men's, you need a decent strength part. So doing press handstand on floor, 
um, doing giants on bars, doing good kips just as a technical thing and really showing off your lines. Because if you can if you can show a good line, you can show good technique. And then tricking, I would say probably cork, gainer, doing a good maybe a raise potentially or doing um uh what's the word can't think of words um tricky oh to do that's okay. what is, <laughs> i know i'm sorry i'm like thinking about okay but i'm like i don't know i was just curious what 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 was the first thing that would come to your mind for foundation i think like i think hook kick like if i was being a judge and i was watching like and i was looking for a foundation and I saw someone doing a combo, and I see a hook kick, immediately I would know what their foundation's like. Immediately. Because I'm like, if you have a good hook kick, your tornado kick's probably good too. And if you have a good hook kick, and your tornado kick is good, then your cheat nine's probably good too. And then foundation-wise is also like, like how do the tricks connect to each other? So like, if you're doing cheat nine, and then you like stop and end up doing like a stuttery backside nine, but you were trying to vanish nine, and it's obvious, like, that's a foundational skill. Like, not the skill connection or not, not the skill to the skill, but the actual connection of the skill. So like, how did you transfer the momentum or is it just standing? Like if you're doing a Envergado backside nine or even an Envergado backside 12, I don't care how difficult those skills are. I care like what the foundation is, is like, what did that connection look like? Did you do an Envergado and then stand there and then do a standing backside 12 or do you actually punch the floor and actually like have a takeoff thing, you know? I'm just then, gonna. Uh, I'm just what, gonna preface what, one thing really quick. Yeah. You cut out like five times. Oh, okay. Um, it was such it was such good quality. I was like, oh no, why? Damn. Okay, well, I'll just I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll say it again. Okay, so um, I I don't know. We'll just we'll, you can trim this, but basically from the top. Um, from the top. Okay, next bubble is tech and variety. So tech would be like foundational skills. And then the variety is um, the same as the vocab. So, but going into the tech portion of it, that would be um, like the foundational skills. So if you're doing foundational skills, definitely hook kick. If I was judging, that would be my number one thing I would be looking for. Because if you have a good hook kick, you probably have a good tornado kick. And then how do the moves transfer with each other? So if you're doing cheat nine, cheat nine, I don't care what the two tricks are. I just care about how that transfer looks. Are you actually carrying the momentum? Or are you doing like a stuttery backside nine by accident? And if you're doing like Envergado backside 12 or Envergado backside 14, I don't care what the moves are. I care about that part in between, at least when I'm looking at foundation. Um, so it's like, yeah. did you do Envergado and then stop and then do a standing backside 14? Because I've seen standing backside 14. That is possible. So I want to actually see you punch off the floor and take Jesus. off. Because now when you're doing that punch, now it's like way harder to understand the lean that's created from the punch it's harder to understand like your height from the punch like you have to know what that feels like to go up and come down in a vert which is actually i think harder than in a flip like yeah, cart, cart double box is harder than like backside four or it's easier than backside 14 because you can feel the hips go up and over versus yep. the backside 14 you're just almost blindly twisting and hoping you don't like lean too much so oh god um, and then next bubble is creativity and personality. So that is pretty much the same as the other two. Um, that would be the, the personality and, oh, yeah, that, those are the same. And then creativity, which is like you pressure or like your, pers like your also your personality. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so just like 
deciding what tricks you want to do. Like I said before, like if you want to throw in spiders into your combo or if you want to do double cork rounds instead of snappers, um, that kind of thing. Um, but basically what's really cool about this is that it's actually judged live. So I think that would be insane if they did that for, for judging tricking battles. Um, yeah, that would be have, really different. Yeah, it would be because then you don't have to wait for the collaboration. And then also I feel like there would be way less um, like like discussion afterwards. Like I feel like yeah. judges judge something and then all the audience is like, that's not what I thought. <laughs> not every time, but you know, at least now something can happen and it and what happens in in that in the trial Olympics, in the junior Olympics, what happened is they actually had the scoreboard up and the audience could see it the whole time. So it's this giant, this giant screen. And the judges are just ticking things as they go. Oh, and just to, just to say too, so each category starts at five and could go up to 10 or down to zero. So you could get a, you know, a perfect score. You could consider uh, a five out of five in each category, which would give you a 15. Um, that, but that, that's not positive and that's not negative. That's just your base score. So you didn't do well or bad. Um, yeah, you, you could also medium of the field. Right. Yeah. Just medium of the field. And, um, but it's really cool because if someone does something well and then a judge takes it, you're like, yeah, I agree. Or like, oh, I didn't see that. And then you like immediately ask like, Hey, what did I miss? Did he, what did he do? I didn't see. And then, or like, he does something bad and you're like, yeah. And then at the end you like agree with the score. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. or you just agree or disagree with that one thing. You're like, oh, I don't think so, but it's so small. It doesn't matter to see if he can pull back, you know? And, and also you, maybe you're giving the athletes that information. So then. The athletes are like, oh, I need to come back from this. Is, is there any reason why you think that tricking would not benefit from live scoring or even gymnastics, I guess? I mean, it could be the same same idea. Because sometimes like, so let's say for some reason they are taking notes potentially. And this actually happened at a competition recently. And I heard a so coach get quite angry that the judge looked down during a routine because they were looking up the notes really quick to make sure they wrote the right shorthand and then missed a skill completely granted uh, the person had the an extra skill in their routine anyway so it's not like they got deducted for it but they missed one one skill and that could happen and that would be kind of where i think there could be an issue but for the most part like if you can just watch it and understand what you're looking at the whole time and you just have such a broad knowledge of every single skill of what it's supposed to look like then i think it's really beneficial because you can just do it on the fly every time and you can think of everything in your head but i know a totally. lot of people probably starting out are going to need that shorthand and be looking down as they're writing something down because if you're writing something you're not just looking up and just writing blankly and assuming that you're writing in a straight line or writing something coherent yeah <laughs> no true. one's that what if we had big see-through glass and we could write on the see-through glass with like 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 dry erase markers well but <laughs> But what if it gets in the way of you being able to see the floor? No, you just write like like where under the floor would be, you know. But it's still forward. Huh. Just 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 a thought that would be kind of cool. But anyway, so um, then they also have crash buttons on there too. So that's actually really relevant to tricking. I thought that was super cool. And then um, they actually judge by total. They judge by total score of the round, not the average of all scores. So if you lose, if you lose two of those rounds by a little bit and then demolish in the last round, you actually still lose. 
Like they don't take the average or like it's it's just you lost two rounds, kind of like MMA. Like you lost two rounds, you won the last one, but like it wasn't a knockout. It was just like you just won it, so you lose. So yeah. even though if you added all those up and took the average and you won by a large margin in the final round, you would win. And I think in tricking that that is how it should go. Like if you save your shit for the last round and you literally demolish this guy and it's like maybe you just weren't able to showcase yourself in the first two maybe you were like still warming up maybe you were just feeling the guy out and then you feel him out and you understand his weaknesses and you understand your strengths for the day and then you go out there and demolish him i think you deserve to win if you really win by that much um but you know that's just that's just the differences in in tricking and also just opinion so i think there's no like actual good base for how how tricking should be judged what was it that we were talking about last week about um, recording it? Do you think? Do you think maybe there would be a form of way to do um, like the live version and a re- and maybe someone on the side taking notes and then you com- you kind of collaborate the end score so you have like a live score and a recorded score and then you kind of like make an average of that. I could work because if someone's recording it on the side. And let's say for some reason you think you missed something or you just want to double check that you didn't miss anything. You should be like, hey, can I just check like this part of the recording for a second? Or since the person who's recording might be able to take better notes or more detailed, you can be, hey, I just need to reference this. Or if someone challenges it, you'd be like, no, I know I did this skill. Or yeah. like, let's say they think they finished the skill, but they t- but by the judge's eyes, they were off by, let's say like that, twist or a quarter twist and they don't quite give them the amount of points that they would think they would get yeah because or like it they looks like finish. it looks like their hand touched or something like that and they're like no it didn't i didn't i had no crashes something like that yeah so you can you can uh try to dispute it or something yeah but there okay. but what do you think there would be should there be a penalty then for disputing it or should it just be like a null thing if you're just wrong or if you're um, whether you're right or wrong so that's interesting. I think I think it depends because in tricking, I the way that it's usually done is you get one round of five minutes versus this person, 1v1, and you battle it out. And then after the five minutes, it's decided. Not in breakdancing yeah. where you get three rounds against that person. And in breakdancing, it's five minutes each also. So True. that's insane i mean you get a way bigger chance to make disputes in breakdancing versus in tricking and in tricking it would be like the only way i could see the disputes happening is if you did do three rounds you can dispute after each round or it's decided afterwards so the battles are completed um there's the live scoring but then disputes can go in and then afterwards there's like a there's like a like a what do you call it like everyone's on their on their stairs for second and third they get called up um oh like so, just an award podium right yeah like an award podium so so then uh afterwards they're like oh i know what my live score was maybe some disputes went through maybe they checked the footage on some of the finalizations of some of these categories so maybe some categories would be live scored and some categories would not be live scored i think that could be kind of cool too so then then afterwards everyone gets called up into their podium um but you know kind of where everyone lies but there's room for changes yeah and i think if they did disputes i think they should only be allowed potentially like one dispute because let's say someone just tries to take advantage of the system because there's always going to be those people yeah like i want to dispute everything 
And you're like, how about no? <laughs> you get one dispute of one thing in particular. Yeah. Because, oh, God, that would be annoying. Yeah, I mean, the judges should know what they're doing. They should have a good grasp on the sport. They shouldn't be, like, breakdancing judges, judging, tricking, because they're not going to know the difficulty levels. Like, And also, no. that's another thing that I think, too, is, like, I really, really think that the judges should be people who have done at least up to, you know, like, at least up to, like, double cork variations and a certain level, yeah. Potentially triple corks. Like they need to have some sort of understanding of all the areas. They have to be like they have to be like old uh goats, you know? Oh, like, I get it's, that. It's so hard to like I do not want a three hundred pound person sitting behind the judging panel telling me that I did or didn't do a skill well because they studied the sport, not because they actually did it. You know, or telling me how difficult a skill is <laughs> if they've never tried it. You know, I just, that's not, I would not be okay with that. Well, I mean, we in gymnastics actually have judges. And some of them might have never done gymnastics, but I would highly doubt that potentially. But they actually have to go through training to get to certain levels of judging. So if okay. they want to be able to judge level 10s, you have to actually work on passing certain levels and classes to be able to actually be able to judge level 10s. Like you have to know all of the codes sometimes in between from so level not, three. Sorry, what? But, but just not, it's not just um, like test stuff. It's not just like, like writing tests. It's actually physical classes they have to go through or, or it's just like, yeah, like there's, there's like online classes. And I think there might be, in-person things because you have to be able to judge usually pretty similarly to everybody else because there's only certain amounts of deductions that you can give for certain different things and you can't just lie about it like you have to be be very particular in how you do things so they have to i think judge um at a clinic i knowledge if i remember correctly to prove that they're judging correctly to be able to earn that certification to say that, yeah, I can go judge. Okay, cool. That's really cool. I, I actually really like that. Um, it's just, it's just gotta be like, that's the other thing that you were saying is when you're doing deductions and stuff, it's like, what if someone who took the class or something, but hasn't actually gone through tricking, they see somebody like, like touch fingertips on like triple cork. It's like, okay, well that's not a crash. Maybe it's like a deduction. But that's not a crash, but they, they, they label it as a crash. And it's like, yeah. like, when you see a crash, you'll know a crash. Like, when I fall yeah. over, you'll know. Um, but, yeah, so I just so I want someone who is actually well-versed in the sport. And, like, almost like, how would you judge yourself on that? Like, how upset would you be if that's what your triple cork was? More or less upset than a crash, you know? Like, because they are different. Like, there is a point where it's closer than when it's farther away, you know? And, like, responses, like, Maybe they should be able to tell the difference between. That's true, but you have to. Yeah, like they have to be able to tell the difference between like, like how is the response good? Like someone does a jackknife and the other person does a snap a swipe, and they're like, "What the heck?" Like they're like the same. They're. They're like the same level of difficulty. It's like no, because snapu is like a jackknife with a twist, except no second kick. So I think snapu is harder, and you know. 
So, but it also depends how clean both of them were. So it's like they have to be able to see the relationship. Oh, yeah, but you have to trust that them. maybe aren't as relatable. Well, that's like, true, but you have you to, need you to, have know to trust the to know judgment. That that's the thing. Related. And that's yeah, the hardest totally. part sometimes is really just trusting okay. it and not just second guessing it. Because, I mean, the tricker also would at that point have to know what they're looking at and what they're noticing. So, I mean, if you dispute it, like you think that there's something that they might not have seen or something that you don't quite agree with. But if they can prove to you, yeah, this is what I saw. This is how I thought about it. And then you can still agree or disagree. But at the end of the day, it's still his point of view. That is yeah. the way the judging works. I know. And I hate it. And, and that's what we, I, I bet that's hard for every. They are so it can be. judging. What's that? It can be really hard. Yeah, like especially for trickers when it's like they're being judged on their skills during this battle, but to them it's like there was no – nobody told us what the criteria was, you know? I don't know yeah. what these judges like. I don't know what they're specifically looking for, and I don't know if there is a criteria for them. It's just their opinion based on their experiences. So it's like, okay – um, Dom is Dominic is is judging the battle. I better do a double back. He'll really like that, or like some Valdez, like a Valdez double back, you know, <laughs> or like, um, you know, maybe like yeah. Well, I mean, we judging we stuff have doing stuff kicks. like that. You that is a thing for you guys too. You kind of have to play to the person. Yeah, we play to the person sometimes. Um, there are some judges who, like for example, there's one judge that if we get them on floor we show off a little bit more power because sometimes then they'll kind of give a little bit of leeway just because we have more power or sometimes they like more of the dance moves. So we really emphasize to like the gymnasts before they're doing their routine, just like really focus on a really clean dance move, like make your tumbling still good and make it clean, but really focus on just making what like a couple things in particular, like really nice and really consistent or like on bars. Um, where we judges are really, really picky on casts where like, let's say you have to get 45 degrees above horizontal and you're cast on bars. So if they think it's right at 45, there'll be some judges that'll be really picky that might just say that it's slightly lower because it's barely, it might just be barely meeting the minimum where it just, and then I tell them like, just crank it and just try to get above 45 as hard as you can. Cause even yeah. if you get two degrees above, it's harder to say, they didn't get to 45 then saying, Oh, well they're right at 45. I think they might've been a little bit below. Right. Like you kind of have to play to that judge. Okay. So that's interesting that you guys do that too. I, I just, I wish there was like a criteria, you know, but I also wish there wasn't because if, once there's a criteria, then I, I'm afraid that what's going to happen with tricking is, is what happens with gymnastics where people stop doing skills because it's not worth it. It's like, if you really like a skill, then you should do it. Like if it adds to your True. creativity, you should do it. But that's also why breakdancing is so cool is because they have all these different categories. So you can do really well in creativity and maybe not so good in the musicality and performance of it. Like if me personally, when I battle, I'm not going to freak out. I, I don't know if I'm going to like yell at the other person and get all up in their face. Honestly, I just want to blow them out of the water and then walk back to my corner. Like, I think that's way cooler. Like, you know, oh, yeah. they do, they do like, a, a double cork, uh, swing cork, swing double cork, and then I just walk out on the floor, do snatch cannon, no expression, walk back to my corner, be like, "What?" <laughs> like that to me would be way cooler. I don't know. Everybody so, just standing there, dumbfounded, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like I, that is like 
I, that might be a performance aspect, but then that's just a judge's opinion if I'm doing a good performance. Um, maybe I just perform differently than other people, but then I'm definitely not doing musicality either because I just want it to be like, like turn the music off, snatch cannon, <laughs> walk back. Okay, turn it back on. Like, like I can do it without music. What's oh up? Oh my god! <laughs> you know? I don't just need like, hype. <laughs> exactly. Like just stuff like that. So then, maybe <laughs> for tricking, we focus. You try to focus more on the creativity aspect and give that more of a weight than just doing your skills. Because although big skills are important, you got to be really creative, and you have to have that creative like drive, which I think would, is important for tricking. Because that's kind of what it is. You have to just be creative with what you're doing. If you're just totally. doing basic cookie cutter bullshit, like everybody's just going to get bored watching you. Like Definitely. be creative, do the weird shit. Like it's always and, fun to watch. Yeah, you got to be, you got to do the cookie cutter stuff to upgrade your tricks. But once your tricks are upgraded and you're using maybe the dumbed down version of what you're working on uh, at your highest level, then you better be mad creative. You better not be doing the exact same ones. Like if your highest level combo is like cheat 12, vanish nine, hook, sideswipe, TDR, shuriken cutter, snapu, then your dumbed down version of that better not be the same thing with less twists. It better be like, you know, some creative, creative stuff in there, like some coin drops, some interesting vanishes, maybe some GMSs, like in places yeah, that like, transitions. like hook GMS, you know, that's what I love. So stuff like that, where it's like actually different, but it's, if you're doing less twists, like that, that's going to be battle tactics too. Like if you're, if you're, you probably shouldn't do your highest level combo in a battle. You probably should be leaning towards what you're going to be able to land for sure and make clean. Yeah, and save your big stuff for probably like that last one or that last competition that you're going to be having with another person and be like, all right, this is the time I got to go all out and just like show it off and then go, come up with creativity. Yeah, if you have to go balls to the walls because they're doing tricks that you know aren't even or are better than your consistent tricks, you might have to like, you might have to hope a little bit with your bigger tricks. Right. And yeah, that makes sense. So... So then taking yeah. away from breakdancing, be more creative. Gymnastics side, just look at how they're performing their combos more cleanly potentially and seeing how we can take some of the judging aspects of just skill level and where we can rate skill level. And then from the breakdancing, really taking that, really being creative with how you do your transitions and how you actually do all of your skills combined into one or how you're performing them. Maybe next episode we should be talking about how um, maybe we can grade the tricking tricks and have them graded from A to I. And then Ooh. we can also look at connection bonuses or creativity bonuses or however we want to categorize the tricking and maybe come up with a ultimate tricking, uh, ultimate way to score the tricking. That is, seems, sounds the most fair. Um, and then maybe we'll show that to some people and get that implemented that would be really really cool and yes, make sure you guys works. comment too yeah comment to your ideas so that before you know i just want to hear what everyone thinks so that we don't just come out with this idea and then assume it's the best idea but not get everyone's feedback because if you guys are going to be competing or watching or you know critiquing any like at all then you guys should have some sort of input too so yeah we put something out everybody's like that's just a crock of shit <laughs> we just want to just help try to help that community out because i feel like tricking battles i mean just coming from a gymnastics standpoint i feel like there's something that the tricking battles could have of like being able to have kind of that 
clear cut winner. Cause like how you mentioned that a little bit ago, um, the show versus Zen tricking battle, like all he had to, all Zen had to do was just stand up and land his last trick. And he probably would have won. But at the same time, if there was a point system, he still might have won even with the crash. He might have still won, or it might not have gone into like double or triple overtime. Yeah. Like maybe maybe point system's like a way we fall back. Maybe Maybe it 